0: Welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And welcome to our Review and Rank Series for 2023. And
1: today is all about Estonia. Yes, the Balti nation that we spent a day in. <laughs> yes, all of a day. <laughs> a day in after the semifinal number one of Eurovision 2016 in Finland. And so we spent a very, very hungover day in Tallinn. But <laughs> and it was, it was brilliant. A, a beautiful place. Absolutely beautiful. And the
0: world's largest seagulls. Oh, they were actually it was just like the size of a German Shepherd. This thing—it <laughs> was huge. Like I hid in a shop because <laughs> we're not used to it. In Australia, we have very small seagulls. Yes, in Europe they have massive they do seagulls. They have very big seagulls. <laughs> yes, really they do. Scary things.
1: All right. Well, how how big has Estonia been in the Eurovision Song <laughs> Contest?
0: Well, the Baltic nation of Estonia debuted in 1993. I have to say, just a point—they gained independence in September 1991 they were in a rush to get on that Eurovision stage oh, yeah. 18 months later there they were now many times debut countries often get a great result on debut not the Estonians. <laughs> they didn't get out of some qualification thing. Oh, Mill Street.
1: Year. Oh, no, no. Um,
0: yes, the- there was like a qualification yes. to get to Mill Street that which I believe six nations had to compete, yep. and they came fifth. So they didn't get the ticket. Those those three spots. However, it got a lot better for the Estonians. Mm-hmm. In 2000, in Copenhagen, they took the trophy. Not a lot of nations can say they win uh, Eurovision in their first 10 years. Now, recent history has been of a mixed bag a little bit for them. Since 2010, they've qualified for the grand final 7 out of 12 times. That's, that's pretty good. Pretty good for a small nation, isn't it? Now, included in there are three top 10 finishers. Mm. The last one being an 8th place in Lisbon for Elina Nechayeva. They are coming off another grand final
1: appearance when Stefan finished a creditable 13th place in Torino. Yeah, and that was a very impressive one because he closed the show. And yeah. I think closers of show can really struggle. And that was a very tough um, year last year. So 13th was great.
0: Very good. And I would have said that staging would have even been better if they didn't have that dead sun thing in the middle of it because it just would have all been LED used. You would have had that whole Western feel. Mm. But I think they did very, very well considering.
1: They did. And dude, trigger warning, let's not mention the Black Sun. <laughs> so who do Estonia have this year to try and keep that run that Stefan brought last year? Well, we have a with bridges.
0: There is always time to get back on track, tearing down the wall slowly every step. Now I see myself building up a wall.
1: Is a 20 year old singer from Estonia, obviously, and she's been performing since she was four years old. Mm. She's participated in many televised singing competitions, including The Baltic Voice, New Wave Junior, Kaunas Talent, Bravo Song Contest, and Berlin Pele. Okay. So, just a lot of contests, basically. Yeah, exactly.
0: Loves a contest. Uh,
1: she rose to fame after winning the eighth season of The Estonian Idol, securing more than 70% of the vote in that final. Mm-hmm. That love from the Estonians continued this year in Esti Laud, the Estonian national final, where she won both the jury and the televote vote in the super final, which is 100% televote vote of three artists to book her ticket to Liverpool. Mm, she was very impressive, wasn't she, in that national final? Shall I kick us off on the pros on this one? Sounds good.
0: Alika's possibly going to be the best vocalist we see in this competition. Mm. Consistently, she nails this performance. We've seen it in the national final. We've seen it in the pre-parties. And she vocally brings moments
1: to this, like pearl-clutching kind of moments. Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. I've written here in capital letters about halfway across the whole screen, VOCAL. This is the vocal performance. I agree. And she performs it so well, for the stage and the live arena that she's in, as well as for the cameras. You watch that Estee Lau performance and she is just connecting with that camera and delivering. And then when she delivers it to the crowd, you feel that you're part of it, you're not observing it. So she's got a real knack to perform to all audiences and make you feel that you're in there with her. I agree, I was watching her national final performance. Little hand movements, little things, there's little serves
0: everywhere. Really fantastic performance. Now, this song is an old-school ballad. There's nothing new here that we have not seen at Eurovision before. But somehow, this year, it's a point of difference. <laughs> it totally is. We just don't have these kind of songs. And you know what? People love this stuff. They
1: vote for this stuff. So if I can see some votes coming this way. Totally stole my point. Exactly that exact one. It's true. This is the kind of song that if this was 2017, she'd be one of eight female ballad (laughs) vocalists jumping out there. This year, she's the one, really. And she stands out for that reason. So that is going to be a massive part. And also, so let's say she gets through that semi-final, and we'll probably touch on that because I think there are some question marks, but if she gets through to the grand final, this is going to just garner jury attention. Hmm. There's no doubt it will in some way. I don't think they'll be as generous as they were back in the day with your North Macedonians. Mm-hmm. I think they've learned the lesson, but they will still reward a great vocal with a well-put-together song. Yeah, I totally
0: agree. It may not be at the top of the pile of jurors, But I'll tell you what, musicians will respect this. Even when you listen to the whole studio version, it's really done in a kind of raw way, which works. Because I want to talk about that production. It's very understated and doesn't overpower the song, particularly at the start. But then there is this beautiful progression where they add instrumentation and it builds throughout the whole thing to this really big
1: crescendo. So it's a perfect little recipe for some jury boat. Yeah, it kind of sneaks up on you, doesn't it? Mm. Like It's like, oh, this is just a nice ballad. And that finish is fantastic. It's almost like the Voyager of female ballads in the way that it finishes (laughs) off just so dramatically. A little thing here that I've been banging on about all season, I love the way that the piano plays itself. And I understand (laughs) they're gonna be doing that at Eurovision. Don't quote me on that, but I do understand that. I think that's what they've said they're doing it. It's such a simple little thing, but people remember it. Remember that woman who did that big ballad and the piano played itself? They'll just remember it, and it's such a good take on woman just sits at the piano, which is the man sits at the guitar. It's been Mm. done a million times. It sits at the guitar, sits down and plays the guitar. It's been done a million times before, and they've just done the most simple thing to make it actually a positive rather than a drawback. A moment.
0: Yes. Yes. I think it's the ghost of Edgar Allan Poe. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Now... Staging should be fairly standard for this one. As you're saying, we probably have little bits and pieces like the piano, etc. But it doesn't need that much more. What they did at the national final was very, very good. Just add
1: a bit more drama, give it a few more little effects, and it should do the job. Alright, I guess we should move on to the drawbacks now. Hmm. So, people aren't talking about this entry. They really aren't. And unfortunately, it might be for a reason people aren't super excited about it because we've kind of seen it all before. Even though it is kind of standing out in its own way, it doesn't mean that people will be excited by it because it is something, oh, here we go, female ballad again. And yeah, it's just not getting a lot of attention. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. I will say though,
0: there is an audience out there that love their divas, the big of course Eurovision's famous for it. If they've got no one else to vote for, it's her.
1: Yeah, but I guess what I'm saying with it, and I'll let me just finish off mm-hmm. my point there since mm-hmm. you counted me. <laughs> um, it was what we not normally do. But no, I just I think the fact that Eurovision fans love this, this kind of music if it's done really, really well. And I just kind of think it's like it's just there, it's happening. Again, it's not that kind of thing that it's at the top of the list of people absolutely loving it, even though we've seen the live performance. Mm. Yeah. No, look, I totally agree. No, well done. Point made. I'm going to say here, I
0: watch this, I listen to it, I enjoy this, but I don't feel anything. I just simply don't feel anything. I think the lyrics don't mean anything to me. They feel like coherent sentences, more than I can say for some other entries, but put together, they don't actually elicit any kind of emotional response. I mean, what is she singing about, Dale? Does Mm. she like structures that cross rivers and things like what is this song mean because i don't think it is apparent not
1: on first listen like even on 10th listen you just don't know and maybe that's kind of crossing our two points together there a bit i think because maybe that's why people aren't getting excited because they're not connecting with it because hmm. maybe we're connecting more with her and her performance rather than the song actually if you read the lyrics they're actually quite complicated and there's some good songwriting in there but i'm i i could not Tell you straight right now what it's really about. There you go.
0: Yeah. And we've been listening to I just this like
1: since like we. Cr- it could be like we're cr- I don't know. Well, I read something. the lyrics
0: before. I got the feeling like she'd wrong somebody and this is kind of like a sorry to them. I mean, I could be completely off, but yeah, I should feel something for a heartfelt ballad like this.
1: Now I think also I do agree that the staging doesn't have to be dramatic but we're at a big Eurovision stage at this point now and I think she will be doing all the work and so if we're just focusing on just her for three minutes going around and singing that song yeah, I think you would need to do something with LED you just to give it another dimension. I think we could pass Eurovision being just sort of just sit there and hey, the park a bark, right? Unless it's really incredible like yourself, a brow, and it's a moment in itself. So, yeah, I'm just a bit worried about they can't be too simple. Yeah,
0: when you think of an Estonian entry that didn't qualify for the grand final, I think of Ukusu Vista. It was very clean, nice, atmospheric staging, but it kind of felt like it missed something. And I can see them probably going for atmosphere here, but maybe you're right. It just might need that little bit of sparkles, that little thing that goes, oh, geez, oh, that'll stick in
1: my mind. And look, certainly the public vote thing here, if this was 50-50, I wouldn't even mean, it's like sailing through, not a problem. But with 100% public vote, I do think it's got enough, but it definitely is a potential banana skin because this going through to the grand final could get a very good result with that jury score in the grand final. But you just don't know sometimes how it's going to come across. I think it's got enough, but I think it has to have enough going, I really like how good she was. Hmm. She follows Romania, so I think that's a good spot. But also, she is in the first half. I mean, look, that is a good point. But she is in the first half, and there's a lot of songs that are a little bit downbeatish. And sometimes songs can get dragged down in the mood of that. Mm. And that semi final feel in that first half feels a bit, meh. and then until you kind of get your Belgium to kick it up, all the other ones kind of could just get merged together in people's minds of just being, oh, that dull part of the semi final. <music>
0: Well, as always, Dale, our review and rank series aren't just about our opinions. It's also that of our fantastic AussieVision contributors.
1: And what have they thought of Alika and Estonia? Yeah, I was intrigued about how they were Mm. going to vote for this one. Mm. So the AussieVision team have put Estonia in 16th. Oh, that's high. That's pretty good, eh? That's very good. What had five top tens, which is quite a lot, quarter Mm. of the team, but also three in the 30s, which is interesting because I kind of feel like Who dislikes it that much? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Maybe maybe they're just not feeling anything for it. Very, very,
1: very true. So who are we hearing from on this occasion, though? We're hearing from Laura and we're hearing from Hayley.
0: In a world where Eurovision entries compete to stay on top of the latest pop music trends and guys turn up on tractors for some reason, one woman dares to provide viewers with the cinematic experience of a lifetime Witness a songwriting masterclass with musical moments that will leave you hanging on the edge of your seat. From the original orchestral score to the powerhouse vocals, critics have called it the movie event of the year. Starring Alika as the woman who can make pianos play by themselves. Don't miss Bridges, coming this May to a screen near you.
1: I'm rather mystified why people are not talking about Alika's bridges more. Here we have a woman with an absolutely incredible voice singing a powerful ballad about experiencing a tough part in her life, accepting her mistakes, growing and moving forward. I'm truly obsessed with Alika's voice and she could sing me a breakfast menu and I'd be a captive audience. The vocal range and control she displays is nothing short of impressive, right down from the power down to the delicate. Bridges is a really well-written song to showcase her voice and convey the message of the song through her emotion. We don't have too many ballads this year, and I think this one stands out by a mile. I would be absolutely floored if she didn't make it to the grand final. When she does, I'm hoping that she's going to smash it with a great jury vote and give us another great result.
0: <laughs> well, That was a very, very interesting approach there from Laura. Uh, and some of the points there from both our uh, contributors, yes... There is some really beautiful vocal moments here. And I think people are sleeping on it as well, Haley. And yeah, you're kind of on the edge of your seat sometimes when she's hitting
1: those notes and bringing the power straight through. Yeah, we think we had um, Laura took us to a cinematic trailer there with the (laughs) points. And Hayley took us to breakfast and said Alika could sing the menu. And I kind of agree. We need to make make it happen, right? (laughs) But like, yeah, both great points. Because I think both are saying what we've kind of also mentioned as well is... People are missing this. We're like this has got the ingredients to do very, very well, and yeah, it could certainly stand out. Well, we'll have to wait and see how it goes. Mm, I am interested. All right, let's get into our wrap and ranks on this one, Dale.
0: Overall, I think Bridges is a very, very good quality song, sang by a very, very good quality singer. So all the ingredients are there. That should be a very, very good entry. As mentioned, I'm not sure it really hits me in the heartstrings where it really should, but I don't think that really matters. There is an audience for this type of ballad, especially at Eurovision. I can't say I really seek this one out, but when it comes on, I'm reminded I am sleeping on it, and I don't think I'm the only one. I've ranked Bridges in 13th. Oh, wow. Very good. Yeah. That's high. I just remember doing my rankings and going, no, that's good. Yeah. No, that's good. <laughs> and, yeah, I was even
1: surprised when I saw it. I went, oh, good you. Yeah, that's you with good. You. That is, I'm impressed. I did not expect that. Look at me with my taste. <laughs> well, from my side, I think people are sleeping on this for sure. And I think this can get through. And I think it can do rather well with the juries for another good solo result for Estonia. Agree with you, Haley. I think maybe the song and the approach is a little dated but that vocal and that performance alone will garner attention. It's the kind of song that you're gonna enjoy on the night and you probably will never play again, but you think it deserves a result it gets if it gets a good one. I really like what it does, and I just I just think it's kind of laughable that this has found a niche and a unique selling point when it's something we've seen so many times before, but they're doing it so damn well. I hope it makes it out of the Saturday night, and I think it will. And I think when I did my rankings, I was somehow sleeping on my result because I have this higher now. I ranked it at the time 19th. Okay, 19th is pretty good. Still in the top 10. I oh, sorry. It? Still in the top 20. <laughs> Close it off. But look, I loved it back in Estee Laos. I mm. wanted it to win. I loved the song. And then I think it, maybe I just got a bit of fatigue with it again. And then I just being a reminder of what shows live performances. I enjoy it much higher than 19th, I must say. I reckon there was a couple of months there I didn't even listen to it. Like, I just left it alone. And yeah. then when I've come back to it, I've gone, oh, geez, that's bloody good. It is. Yeah. yeah. The sleeper of this year, I think. And mm. I think a lot of people will, once we get to those rehearsals, probably, in when we get to finally see the rehearsals, I think people are like, wow, okay, look out for her. Yeah, let's hope
0: they stage it uh, in, a, in a way that really brings the drama and shows her off because this
1: is good, very good. Excellent. Well, let us know what you think, of course. And you can always get us on our socials at AussieVisionNet. And uh, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah. Thank you so much. Gotcha.
0: As always thanks for joining us and thank you for your support you can follow
1: us on our social media channels at aussie vision net and if you want to support the work that we and 20 aussie vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content then you can subscribe to our patreon the link is in the show notes thanks very much catch you later